Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Ladies, woohoo, and woohoo, gentlemen, woohoo, welcome to pew 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 episode three hundred and forty pew 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 of another digital citizen pew pew hello Luke pew pew hi for hi everybody how's it going it's going it's going good well that's better than it's it not going. going I suppose mm-hmm I mean would you have a podcast with a ghost. Uh, I, I would probably do pretty well if somebody actually did have a ghost as a co-host. I mean, <laughs> and you could prove it. I think a lot of people would want to hear that that show. They'd okay. uh, you'd have a lot of questions. Like people would have a lot of questions for a ghost. I would assume that would have to be like a call-in show, wouldn't it? <laughs> Hello, it's me from the other side. I mean, what would Funny be enough? the first question you would ask a ghost podcaster? I think. Do you remember how you died would be my question, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been a ghost? Do you rem Do you even know how long you've been a ghost? Yeah, because in the ethereal yeah. realm, is there time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, is it true that you can possess bodies like a ghost would? With... <laughs> oh, the <laughs> movie Ghost, right, yeah. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. That's a good one, yeah. How do you feel about Whoopi Goldberg? Whoopi, oh yeah, see that, that's a deep cut. I was like, what are you talking about? Did Whoopi Goldberg just die? No, but the, the comedian is, uh, Godfrey died. This Gilbert Godfrey, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, he was very funny. I grew up with yeah. his comedy, I guess. I mean, yeah, me too. Known for his voice. Uh, and comedic Aladdin. Well, yeah, comedic yeah. acting mostly. Yeah. I mean, him as the bird in Aladdin was just amazing. Was he the I want to say he was the principal in Problem Child? That's what I Do you was remember he? the movie Problem Child? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um I remember him but being I, in I, that. But I don't I think I he might yeah, he was the principal, yeah. Mr. Peabody. That's when I the fir one of the th first things I think I saw him in. If you want to see him hilariously funny, watch The Aristocrats. Uh, oh right, well he's known for his after all the kids <laughs> after all the kids movies he did during the '90s. He had a whole stint of being a very dirty, yeah. uh, b very you know uh, over the top comedian in his later years, I guess. I loved them. I really did. Yeah. Oh, I was still like, wow. Lately, there's been uh, a lot of people uh, that I like that has gone away. We had a Norwegian sports commentator go uh, pass away this week. Uh, Jon Harvey Carlsen, that was kind of like uh, the sports, uh, she, uh, ski sport commentator for many, many years on NRK. Like, I grew up with him. Mm -hmm. So, and it's just like, uh, people I, I, I know and, and love and care for, it's just like, Gumsky. Well, we're getting older. I think that's uh, a literal 
thing that happens as you get older. People just start dying around you, right? So that is true. That is true. What is not? What is not dying is this podcast. It's three hundred forty podcast episodes. Uh, yeah, three forty. Three four zero. Holy moly! Sweet cannoli. How do we make the, this numerical thing about Satan? I'm sure somebody could do it, but <laughs> three plus four is seven. Seven is one away from six. No, I got nothing. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, well, let's go direct into the news. Uh, in France, uh, it's Macron versus Le Pen again for the presidency. Uh, yeah. Oh gosh, I'm I'm nervous every time this comes up. <laughs> I am. I, I let me say this. I'm not a big uh, Macron fan. I am definitely not a big Macron fan. But uh, I would rather have him win than Le Pen. Is that okay? Well, when you only have two choices, yeah, that's definitely the uh, only choice here in between these <laughs> <Choice>. two. <laughs> yeah, I, the, it's like. There was... Do you want Hitler? Do you want Hitler, or do you want someone else? <laughs> I mean, it was pretty close from them being kind of a, a left, more left leaning, um, more mm -hmm. socialist. Uh, he was in third right after uh, Le Pen. It was all pretty close. Mm -hmm. I think he was like within two points, percentage points of uh, of Le Pen. So he could have it could have very easily been Macron versus. Uh, let's see. Let me find it. Jean-Luc Mélenchon, but yeah, Mélenchon. Yeah. Incum uh, incumbent Macron will face far-right nationalist Marie Le Pen in a winner-takes-all runoff for the French presidency, as they both advanced this Sunday after the first round of voting in the country. Macron won the last contest in 2017 by a landslide, becoming France's youngest ever president. Uh, Macron, now 44, emerged ahead in Sunday's first round uh, on Sunday. Macron had 27% of the vote, Le Pen had 24, and like uh, we said, Jean-Luc Mélenchon was in third, uh, barely missing out being in the runoff with a close 22%, so yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's close, and it would be funny, it, it would be more interesting, or, well, yes, it would actually be more interesting if, if it wasn't Le, uh, Le Pen against Macron. I think it would be more fun, at least, because now it's like, please, let Macron win, please, please, please. I feel like over the last number of years, Macron hasn't done himself any uh, favors in his... No. Uh, ...the outlook that the country has on him, as far as some of the things yeah. he's done. Um, I, I think if he would have been more left-leaning in some of his policies, we wouldn't be in this situation where Le Pen could even have a chance, right? Um, mm. From what I heard this week with uh, in an interview with uh, a French political strategist, actually, he said that uh, Le Pen is pulling... It's not that people are uh, flocking to Le Pen for one reason or another, but actual... People who voted for Macron last time are being moved over because they see him in a negative light now, if that makes sense. So, mm. um, I guess that could be changed, but it, it, there's like a two-week turnover of when this vote and when the second vote happens. So, there's mm. not much time to really get a new message out there if you if, if they wanted to, you know? 
Yeah, and it's it's twenty two <coughs> against twenty seven percent. I I I know that other people were in the running, so it probably will not be as shifted as that. But that that's tight, and I, I guess that scares well, the, me a little. Yeah, the other thing is that the the person in third with twenty two is hard left. Yeah. So you have to assume yes. most of those, if not all, those people are going to be voting for Macron. Which gives him a, a big... But then you have all the smaller parties which people voted for, and you don't know which way those are going to go. Right, so. yeah. You know, hopefully it will be a, a, not as tight at all, and just Macron all the way. I Like I said, I'm not a Macron fan, but... Uh, <laughs> it's like choosing do you want cholera or do you want I didn't, a little flu <laughs> I didn't know but Le Pen is like running the family of the Le Pens has run for president for like years since like the 80s oh, yeah, or something yeah. her father was as crazy as she was yeah yeah and they're running on like a family legacy of never winning basically so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. but that that's kind of it's kind of scary and I, I, I have to point to Sweden uh, for that to be true, because like uh, the Swedish Democrats, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a misleading title for a party, uh, are a bunch of Nazis, and I think they are like the third biggest uh, party in Sweden, and the reason why why that is is because they have never been in government, and they can always say, hey, we nobody wants to work with us, we have never been in government. And you see, if if people get that kind of legacy behind them, more people will vote for them because, like, they can't really blame them. And they say, oh, we have another strategy. And they try to, like, perform that strategy. That will never work, by the way. But, yeah, it's also a little dangerous to think about because it, it, if, if they never come to power, they can they can always say that uh, we never had the chance and that is one scary thought because people will uh, vote for people that have never had the chance to be in power as well well if they Don't identify with them and then feel bad for them but that's like a yes that's a yeah. long shot that that also depends on that they have to uh listen to what you're saying i guess sure 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 yeah uh, so, uh, some incredibly sad American news in Brooklyn, there was a subway shooting, I saw some YouTube videos of this, uh, looked terrible. What happened in Brooklyn, look? Uh, in a subway, New York police said Tuesday evening they had identified a person of interest in the mass shooting that occurred in the rush hour on the subway. Uh, at a press conference, police at the headquarters of the NYPD uh, said they are seeking Frank James, a 16-year-old black male uh, known to live in Philadelphia and Wisconsin. Police say a key, keys from a U-Haul van that he rented in Philadelphia were found in the subway. Uh, and that it, that's what they're working on off of him as a suspect. Uh, the unoccupied van was later found located in Brooklyn... Uh, we we have no one in custody. They say, "All right." Hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, the Norwegian covering of this was kind of weird. Uh, 
the Norwegian State Channel kind of like buried it. Then had it as their main uh, thing for like uh, quite a while, and then it wasn't on the website at all yesterday. So and it's just like oh another another thing happening in the states. So so weird. I Norwegian media like ignoring it almost. Well, it you know it's a gun violence in America. It's not really new yeah, news. Not sure. It's not like uh, people are like, oh my god, gun violence in America? What? <laughs> um, police recovered a handgun, three magazines, two detonated smoke grenades, two non-detonated smoke grenades, a hatchet, mm. a rolling cart, uh, gasoline, and the keys to the U-Haul. Uh, there is no known motive uh, for for why this happened. So, What is a rolling cart? I assume just a cart with wheels on it, right? That you could maybe ah. put all the uh, all these weapons on to roll it around. Maybe I could totally be unrelated to everything, to be honest. That is also true. It could have just been in the subway, and then he threw a bunch of stuff on top of a cart because it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, you you're talking rolling cart, I I think of like uh, things you have like in grocery st- stores and things. Like oh, that's that. a shopping cart here. I yes. think a rolling cart would probably be one of those things, like, <clears throat> in a hotel that they take the luggage the, ta- the towels. Oh, yeah, the luggage mm. or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to Philadelphia. Born and raised. Uh, got in a little fight there, and my parents got scared and sent me to Bel-Air. Uh, they are going to restore the indoor uh, mask mandate as cases rises. Why do you, you think they rise, especially in Philadelphia? Um, well, I, I'm not sure if it says it in here, but I, I heard Philadelphia just also has higher, their state, the rules of the state, the threshold for, for this happening is lower than other places. So that is yeah. one thing to do with it. But Philadelphia became the first U.S. major city to reinstate indoor mask mandates on Monday after reporting a sharp increase in coronavirus infections. Uh, Confirmed COVID-19 cases have risen more than 50% in the last 10 days, a threshold at which the city's guidelines call for people to wear masks indoors. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mm. Which is actually more than the CDC requirement. Uh, Philadelphia okay. is higher than that. So that's why nobody okay. else is doing it, but they are. Uh, right. And it's just lo- local policy, obviously. Health officials believe the recent spike is driven by BA2, uh, which has spread rapidly through Europe, Asia, and has become the U.S. dominant variant. Uh, health inspectors will be enforcing the mass date a- at the city businesses starting April 18th. Okay, so five days from now? Is it me or the more than that I think about it? Does do BA two sounds like a rap group? Wasn't that a movie? What was the movie with Chris Rock uh, where he was a rapper? Remember that movie? It was like a comedy. I don't. Let me look it up. What do you think about uh, Philadelphia? While I look it up, I I I think it's I think it's a little bit weird. Um, uh, that they have higher threshold than the C- CDC, but uh, I, I guess I, I also understand it. Uh, if they are scared, uh, 
that they are doing this, but it seems a little overreaction, maybe? Uh, yeah, the Chris Rock, Chris Rock movie is called CB4. Ah. So maybe that's what you're thinking of, but I mean, it was from maybe. 93, so you probably don't <laughs> even remember, like, you wouldn't even remember that in your brain, and then you just connected it back to that, is my guess. Subconscious. Yeah. Subconsciously, yeah. Uh, DC health experts say they have no immediate plans to change virus protocols, uh, but they could reverse course down the road. I, I right. there's a lot of discussion, I guess, first of all, will other places follow? Uh, mm. it says here, New York is now averaging 1800 new cases a day, three times higher, uh, early, earlier in March. Uh, so, and that doesn't include people who are using home testing kits. Uh, that's just like ones they can count obviously um so yeah i mean this is one major city that's done it but will it like start spreading across uh across different areas of of the country i'm assuming like you're gonna see you know more southern red redder states aren't gonna do it and bluer states are gonna do it but over time will that change also will it hurt politically democrats for Democratic cities to start locking down again is another discussion. Mm. I just got an offer from Fox Nation, uh, a special offer for from Fox Nation that if I sign with them today, look, I w will get the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> what is Fox Nation? Is that a TV show on Fox or something? No, it, it's like uh, their streaming service. Oh, it's like the CNN Plus thing. Right, yes. Just for Fox. And now I can get the Passion of the Christ if I <laughs> if, if, if uh, I sign uh, onto them. Uh, onto them. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Apparently CNN Plus is just like the most horribly horrible I heard that. app. Like it's just <laughs> failing miserably. Yeah. It is that doesn't really surprise me. CNN app draws ten thousand people a day, is what it says. Wow, um, that's nothing. Yeah, it says here the uh, CNN Plus gained eighteen thousand new installations on the first day. The CNN app. Uh, installs grew six days later, but insider note: it's hard to tell how many of these downloads were for CNN only or from CNN Plus, so they're mixing them together. Right, yeah. Uh, That's also a one way to trick the algorithms. This is from The Verge. Low viewership rates, coupled with a lack of entertainment, entertaining content, gives us some serious quibby vibes. Ah, <laughs> oh, quibby. Disney oh, Plus... Disney Plus netted almost 130 million subscribers by the end of the first year. Uh, yeah. It does not look like this is going to be around for very much longer, yeah? No. Hey, uh, the next thing I remember talking about, uh, Senator Gretchen uh, Whitmer, there was this uh, plot to kidnap her. Or was it? Because now the two men that uh, had the plot is acquitted. Two of the four, I guess. Uh, we should say. Um, U.S. federal jury has acquitted two of the men accused of plotting to kidnap Michigan Governor 
uh, and failed to reach a verdict for the two others. Um, so two of the guys, they didn't find any... What I heard is the more than likely going to go back to trial because they didn't reach a verdict. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mr. Harris and Mr. Caserta were found not guilty, but the charges against Mr. Fox and Mr. Croft ended in a mistrial. The government had argued that they targeted Gretchen Whitmere in a 2020 plot to kidnap her. Uh, they ultimately reached no verdict against Mr. Fox, who was alleged to be the group's ringleader, and Mr. Croft, both of whom were also facing additional counts of each conspiracy. Um... Prosecutors said the men planned to abduct her from a holiday home in some kind of treason trial to set her adrift on a boat in the middle of Lake Michigan. Mm. The lawyers for the accused countered that this scheme was mostly smoke and mirrors and profane talk by, by angry and disillusioned men. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, right. And then throughout the trial, the defense maintained that the men had been entrapped or uh, improperly induced into the crime by undercover FBI operation. The FBI had said that the tracking of the group's movement and spotting of online discussions uh, led them to see political violence. According to the FBI affidavit, an undercover source attending the June 2020 meeting in Ohio said they that they believe were violating the U.S. Constitution. Okay. So, uh, was there a plot if they are not guilty? Um, it seems like the defense of them saying that the FBI, uh, pulled them into the group, um, mm. uh, made it so that they were found not guilty due to the fact that it wasn't their idea. They were, mm, they were tricked into it by the FBI, is what it's looking like. Mm. Which usually those kind of defenses don't work. Um, but it seems like maybe, it did in this case. Maybe it was true. Maybe it was true. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe they were <laughs> tricked um, by the FBI. I mean, I wouldn't... <laughs> I'm not shocked if that is 110% true. Are you? Uh, no, especially since we know that more than half of the group that uh, were involved in this were FBI informants. Right. So it, it more than half. Right. Just say that one more time. More than half. And the FBI, you know, <laughs> talked them into getting this far in the situation. Right. So yeah, I can see why they were found not guilty. We'll see what happens with the other two because the one of the other ones was the actual ringleader. So mm. I, I have a feeling he has a better chance of going to jail or something. Maybe. Uh, we, did we talk about it? I know you and me talked about that Elon Musk had bought some stocks in Twitter. I don't know if we talked about it I think it on we the show. discussed talking about it in the Jeremy round, and then we forgot to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Musk pulse uh, followers on converting Twitter headquarters to homeless shelter, and Bezos likes the idea because... Of course he does. Uh, Amazon's founder Jeff Bezos Sunday backed an idea put forth by Elon Musk, who recently became Twitter's largest shareholder, to convert the social media's firm in San Francisco into a homeless shelter, as few people are even working there during the pandemic. 
I don't know, it's not a bad idea, to be honest, but... It's not a bad idea at all, but here, here's my question. What happens when the pandemic is over? I mean, couldn't they all just work from home, technically? That's like a computer... <laughs> If they're already, if they're all working from home right now. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, look. Come on. I mean, I think it's just. I think what's happening here is actually uh, Elon Musk trying to make fun of San Francisco for having a homeless problem. Mm. Is really what's mm. happening here. It's like a troll, but people are taking it seriously for some reason, including Jeff and Bezos. I, and I saw some photos from from the headquarters. It looks like a nice place. Well, yeah, of course. I'm not surprised, right? Um, yeah, and, and Amazon has built an eight-floor family homeless shelter uh, in downtown Seattle. So, I mean, Bezos is not uh, unknown to do things like this, so why not? Bezos also suggested converting at least a portion of the headquarters into a homeless shelter. Um, yeah. Musk agreed in another tweet saying, great idea. Yeah, I don't mm. know. Um, it's not going to happen, but it's it's a weird no. thing for these billionaires to be going back and forth about <laughs> when they could literally, like, go and build homeless shelters. Like, for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no. No, let them not do that. Gosh, that would be too awful. Uh, hey, do you have you heard that the uh, word is mightier than the sword? Uh, the pen. Well, that, that, the yeah, pen, yes. yeah. I've I've heard that. Well, uh, a wooden knife is sharper than steel. So, I guess so. That's what we're hearing. Uh, it says here, researchers in a science lab last year, a group of researchers announced they had developed wood that they say is. 23 times harder than its natural counterpart. They use this hardened wood to make a table knife that the studies that their studies now show is nearly three times sharper than a commercial table knife, uh, like those made from steel, plastic, or natural wood. To create a hardened wood, researchers use a process involving chemo chemical treatment, water rinsing, and both cold and hot presses on the wood. They then soaked it in a food-grade food mineral oil to increase its water resistance... Uh, and carve the material into oh into the knife. Okay. Uh, the manufacturing so, strategy used in the study is applicable to other types of wood too. They say. Would it be ironic if they uh, scalp this knife into a knife with a knife? Create a knife out of a knife. <laughs> I think that yeah. was a I did a thing YouTube video, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> or was it a hatchet creating a wooden? No, it was a hatchet. He made a a wooden hatchet. Right. And it didn't work. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was a funny video. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But this you so... could actually maybe do with with it if, yeah. if it actually is that sharp. Uh. And I think like sharper than steel, but I think also like okay. That could be, but how long does it how long does it stay sharper? That is one question I have. And two, how easy does it break <laughs> than steel? Well it sounds like they really harden this thing hard, so I'm imagining it's not gonna break, but I I think yeah, the sharpness of it well could you just use a regular 
knife sharpener or how would Correct. that work? Yeah, do you need a sander to sand it down? <laughs> you go to like the the hardware store and like buy sandpaper because you need to fix your knives. Yeah, I mean people in this that are talking about it, like they've got a knife smith in this article. He's saying where was it? Um before forming an opinion, I would say I'd have to get the thing in front of me, try a lemon, try to cut a lemon, try to cut an onion, try to cut up raw chicken and see right. how that all goes. Having a kitchen tool that yeah. works well is a pleasurable thing, Mr. Kramer said. Uh, when it works, you really feel the power of it. So I'm, I guess mm -hmm. he doesn't, they didn't really give him a thing to use, but I think it's probably, an, like he's saying, you just have to figure it out over time since this was like just invented, so... Hey, look, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you, invisible? Invisible, right, video... Yes. Uh, <laughs> ...caught a driverless car being pulled over in San Francisco uh, by the police earlier this month, and it appears to show... Uh, to show the... Oh, appears to show the car drive off when the officer turns its back to it. The incident took place on April 1st uh, in the Richmond district of San Francisco. Uh, in the video, the officer is seen getting out of his vehicle to approach the crew, crews, trying to open the door and turning to walk back to his patrol car. That's when the crews takes off, crosses an intersection, and comes to a stop. So let's go. There's a video up top there. Let's see oh, if I can so get this video back to the beginning. Oh, my gosh. They do not make it, it easy. Is, it is so funny. Okay, give me a countdown whenever you're ready. In three, two, one, go. Anything but a routine traffic stop in San Francisco. <laughs> For starters, there was no one behind the wheel. Police officers pulled the car over because the headlights were not on. Well, it they were doesn't really need headlights. They can't tell by the things on top of it that it's a driverless car. I can, but I'm, I'm not an American cop. They start shooting at it. They just start blasting away, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, after the officer contacted the crews and no citation was issued, according to a tweet from Cruz, in a separate tweet, uh, they said close. they're working closely with the FSPD on how to interact with our vehicles, including a dedicated phone number to call in situations like this. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had to have known that that was a driverless <laughs> car, is my thought. Well, the question is, of course, uh, was the car black? No, it was red. We just saw the car. <laughs> it was red and white. Please. Oh, I was trying to make a police's racist joke. I know. It wasn't mm -hmm. great. It wasn't a I great know. wasn't a great joke. Hey, look. You and me like to purge movies. I am entertained by them most of the time except for that mm -hmm. one that one terrible one like two that, movies ago. That Yes, but uh, the last one was very good. Mm -hmm. uh, in all seriousness, would you support a perch? No. <laughs> Me neither. But uh, Trump is going to tell the truth about 
Do we need a perch? This is Tron with Tron tells the truth. Since the world is not very smart and people have to misunderstand things, I will say during this segment I would never say that you should go and kill people, okay? Did you get it now? So if you have some fucking sense of humor and understand the irony and sarcasm and so on, then I have to come with a fucking warning. It's fucking stupid, man. People today are stupid. Today's segment is very easy. Do we need a purge? Why do I ask that? Do you think we do world in cleansing of stupid people or people in general? Maybe they do. Maybe it's only true hard fucking shit people change when they are edge of something. We don't do anything for climate change before it's gonna get really bad as a consequence about it. After the First World War, we thought we learned. We made it a League of Nations. Well, it lasted for a very short while. Then I mean a very fucking short while before everyone ate ship again and start some revolution and killings and then we got a Second World War and yes, over 50 million people dead. That did something. We got the League United Nations. United Nations haven't been perfect, but it's better than anything. We got the European Union, we were the start of it. So we had a long peace period in Europe now for over 17 years. But do you think Europeans have changed? No, they haven't. The war in Ukraine, the war can go on for the rest of Europe. And we still have climate change shit. We have stupid nationalists running fucking Britain. And we have a French election where a fucking Nazi could win. Yeah. They already won in Portugal. No, not in Portugal. I mean in Hungary and Poland. But this is the shit show we stand up for. People scream about family values, nationalism. Save this, save fucking that. Go fuck yourself, every one of you. But do we in the purge? What happened when we got a war and like say uh, now not ten million, not twenty, not thirty, I think a billion people die. Would that be enough? Well maybe not. In Ravana, over one million was killed in in the time of three months. Didn't change much. We have two wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. We didn't learn much from that either. The failure in Libya, eh, we, must, we had some strong lessons to learn. We thought we'd learn something during the AIDS pandemic. No, we didn't. Now we have a pandemic that's still going on in some sense. And nearly 800,000, I think over 800,000 Americans already died. Have you learned anything? No. So I don't think we're going to learn anything and we're going to do the right thing. Whatever. So, what will happen if, let's say, half of the world's population was killed? Half of them. Like, say, 100 million Americans disappeared. Or think like people could start fed of the bullshit, toot their guns, start shooting, living shit out of each other, country against country, people against people brother against brother what would you think will fucking happen maybe we, we get grow so tired and stupid or apathetic of the fucking violence and shit that we start 
doing something different. Maybe the peace movement will come back. Maybe we stand hand in hand, help each other, do something in society. Maybe if we can learn something, because empathy is more than just putting fucking hearts and likes on Facebook. Because that we do to get some sympathy, because showing off. It's gonna be a brave, we don't do sympathy to show off when you do things because we mean it. People have to learn something when you really feel it. We are not feeling it yet. We are not. You can feel anything behind a computer. You cannot feel, feel anything in the commentary section on Facebook or anywhere else. We can't. People are not doing a shit and people don't really do care. Or we don't have this fucking shit mess in the first place. We don't want to do something. We always hope the neighbor's gonna do it. If we do something, we want to be cherished. Likes, hearts. Hey, look at me. I did something fucking good for a fucking selfish reason because I want to get seen. I want to feel that means something. You can mean something for society without even fucking getting gratitude or clap on your shoulder. You can. That's the only human being is all about. I'm a mother and a father. They didn't get a diploma for fucking making me a okay person. But they should have. But they would never take it. They would not grant off the Facebook and show fucking to the world that they did something right. Maybe we need a purge to make people feel again. I hope not. But I'm not putting too much faith in today's humankind anyway. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a nice evening. Thank you, Tron, as always. Uh, the only thing I really want to purge is a lot of candy into my mouth. Or out of your mouth if you eat too much candy. Yes, that is also. <laughs> if you get sick. If you get an upset stomach, and yeah. Um, let's move into TV. I've seen some TV. You have too. Uh, let's start with you. Uh, Jim, the Jimmy Savile doc on Netflix. Uh, Jimmy Savile, oh, yeah. a British Sa- horror, Savile, Savile, a British <laughs> horror story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy was creepy. I mean, I. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, you see him in his older age, and you're like, how did nobody know? But in this doc, they show him yeah. like when he's younger, and I guess at that time he d- he looked fairly normal. I mean, at once he mm-hmm. got older, it was like, wow, look at that pedophile walking pedophile. down the street yeah he's <laughs> <laughs> like he he was the the w- 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 if you looked up uh, if you wikipedia article about like how pedophile looks like you would see a picture of him right yeah it's uh yeah it was a good doc i mean it's put together very similar to all the other netflix docs it was only three parts though but they were each pretty long um lot of information there i thought they kind of i don't know it seemed like they maybe i don't want to say they avoided but maybe they just couldn't get interviews with a lot of like very famous british people who like were connected Mm. to him um but i guess if i was one of those people i probably wouldn't want to do an interview either either so yeah yeah no i i really liked it uh it's 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 it was very hard to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially some of the interviews with pe- like victims and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Uh, what would you rate it? Oh, good question. Uh, I'll give it a 6.5. I mean, it's pretty standard, you know, yeah. YouTube uh, documentary TV show. I'm at 6.5 as well. Uh, look, I checked out something uh, that I don't recommend you, but I really, really liked. Uh, it is called Julia. Uh, the Julia Child uh, TV show uh, that came out. I've seen four episodes of it. Okay. Uh, it's very good and... I think David Hyde Pierce as her husband is maybe one of the like wow that man can act. Uh, I it feels very cozy. It, it it's it's very like it's not really trying to tell anything, and I think that that is maybe the 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 worst thing I can say about it. It it, it feels a little uh, pompous and very like. We're just trying to show you a semi-interesting story about semi-interesting uh, lady. But I re really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't recommend it for Luke because I think he will be bored to tears. But I liked it to a 7. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was a fan of Julia Child. But I would watch this if it was available somewhere. Other than where it's available, so yeah, mm -hmm. I saw. Let's start with building roots on Home and Garden Television. Uh, Can I guess? Let me guess. I haven't seen it. Okay. Building roots. It has something to do with trees getting planted. Mm, no. Uh, okay. More building roots in the sense of like making a, a home for your family. Ah, okay. I, ten, I I was thinking too literal there. Right. It, it's about a couple, and they have, like, a f big family, and they uh, have a business where they renovate houses for people, and they specifically, in this show, it's kind of focused on them renovating houses for, for families to, like, make their dream home or whatever. Pretty basic, pretty simple concept. Uh, I it would have been fine... To me, if, like, they would have just done one house and showed you it. But they had to, in this episode at least, go and, like, glam up a campsite for no reason. It didn't make any sense. And, like, not only that, they said that they had a $3,000 budget to glam up a campsite for, like, one dinner. And I was like, who has a budget of $3,000 just for decorations in a campsite for one night? You know what I mean? Yeah, that seems a little So I think this, this show is made for really rich people to watch, I assume. <laughs> okay. Because, like, even the house that they renovate in this, it's, like, this, uh, it's on, like, massive acres, and it's out in the middle of nowhere, this huge cabin in Colorado that's just, like, already super nice, and they're like, uh, oh, well, this thing looks ugly, and it's, like, already super nice. You know what I mean? That kind of thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll give it a, what, three? Three? Yeah. That sounds uninteresting. But not offensive. Uh, well, uh, something that wasn't offensive either, but you recommended me it, uh, was How We Roll. Uh, this is a com comedy about uh, the bow bowler Tim Smallwood. Uh, played very 
good by Pete Holmes. I think Pete Holmes and she McBride is the best things uh, about this. Okay. Uh, I like the drunk I, guy at the bowling alley that has one-lighters occasionally. Okay, yeah. I don't know who plays that guy, but it, that's just a funny character. He's not really a character in the show. Just every once in a while, the scene will be happening, and then behind them, just a drunk guy shows up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, this was not my kind of show, uh, but you warned me and said it was not going to be my kind of show, so I do appreciate that. <laughs> well, uh, you went in with low yeah. expectations then, so... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I will give it a five. Yeah, okay. A five, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's do Ultimatum, Mary, or... What, what did I write here? Marry or move on? Right. Yes, marry or move on. It looked like all one word, move on, and I was like, Mavoon? Mavoon? <laughs> yeah, that, that sure is a Netflix show. I, oh, jeez Louise, I was bored by this. I is so, oh, so boring. incredibly boring. <laughs> like, I don't care about your stupid relationship problems. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, like, the whole time. It's like, I don't care. I'm only watching this because I do a podcast. I don't care about this. I'm not watching a second episode e even. I just watched one episode, and I wow. barely got through that. Like, wow. It w man, I was also a little bit tired at the time, so maybe I was a little <laughs> cranky or whatever, but I don't. Just hearing some of, especially certain characters in this drone on about like how hard oh my life's so hard man oh. it's like i don't just shut up <laughs> <laughs> that's how i felt about it i don't know how did you feel about it i love this side of you uh yes exactly how i felt i have two episodes that i'm out i can't believe this is a reality show First and foremost, it is most the the most boring people I could think of. Oh right, we didn't really say what it was about. Yeah, say what it was oh, about. Oh yeah, now. yeah. So it's a bunch of boring people are going to an island to find out if they want to stay together or move on. It, it's Temptation Island, just that they know they want to get married or not. With Nicholas Shay, for example, as. Uh, your uh, host. I but it's not just like it. Temptation Island because in this, one of the people has given the other person the ultimatum. So like one person right. is struggling with it more than the other person is clearly, right? Right. It's just, and it's, it, and not only is it so, uh, they are so entitled. That was the word I was looking for. They are the most entitled people I have met on this earth. It's just so fucking it, atrociously uninteresting. And the editing is awful. The sound is awful. Mm -hmm. The hosts I, are I, bad. The host, hosts are uh, atrocious. There's there's absolutely no thing redeeming about the show. And it is getting a golden goose, or what I call a zero. Uh... Let me think. I didn't think about score, but yeah, I mean, like, the the people, and there's one blonde woman who oh clearly gosh, she's the worst. hates her boyfriend. 
<laughs> like hate, hate. Like she does not. She talks she shit like about him, him behind ev- behind his back to everybody. And it's like, why did she, I think she just wants to go on the show to be on a reality show because right? She clearly yes. doesn't actually want to get married to this guy. <laughs> That's true. And then there's the other girl who's uh, like. Uh, all about money and that's like all she cares about is like mm-hmm. I think in that first episode she says like most people would wouldn't would shy away from saying that's the most important thing in a relationship but th- that's how I mm-hmm. grew up or whatever and they're just mm-hmm. yeah they're just terrible people in general I guess I'll give it a I'll give it a point five. yeah wow you're more than uh, nice to me uh, a good show that I saw this week was Tokyo Vice. Uh, this is a story uh, from Tokyo Met- Metropolitan Police, uh, uh, where a guy called uh, Jake, uh, that is an American journalist, uh, that uh, kind of embells himself in the Tokyo Vice Police mm-hmm. uh, t- to try to reveal like corruption and things like that. And it's based on a non-fiction book of the same name. Uh, it's with uh, Ansel El- Elgort. I haven't seen him in many, many years. But uh, Ken Wata- Watabe? I don't know if you remember uh, uh, the uh, Asian man from from Inception. Uh, the fir- uh, I haven't uh, seen that movie in so many years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, 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 it's him. And them together in in play, very, very good. I recommend this very much. I would give it a eight and a half. Really good show. Okay. Um, b- 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 let's do Would I Lie to You on CW. Yes. Yes. This is an American version of a, I want to say originally British, but it also yep. was in other countries before it came to America. So, yes. Um, the concept, it's not really a game show. It's more of a celebrity panel show, right? Right, Because, yeah. like, they, one of the groups wins at the end, but what it is is they have three celebrities on each side, so teams of three, and they have to... And they don't really win anything. Well, they just win the game. Right. Right, yeah. Um, but they split up, they, they're teams of three. Uh, the first round, they do a... One person has to lie... And the other team just guesses whether whether they're lying or not, right? I mean, that's that's the concept. Mm-hmm. And then in, in one round, they brought a guy in, and they were they told a, a a truth or lie about the person that they brought in, which I thought was weird because they only did that for one team and not the other team. Didn't that seem weird? Yeah, uh, they do that in the British version. But I I guess it doesn't matter because like it's not really a like the scoring, it's not like it has to be even because it's not a real game, right? Right. It's more the the comedy that happens between these people, the comedians that are uh, there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of dry. It's a little bit bland as far as like it's not exciting in any way. Um, yeah. Uh, but overall, I'd probably give this a. I'll give it a five. I don't think this fits in an American concept. I don't think... uh, I think the British humor aspect of this is not uh, 
good enough to survive on British, no, on American television. So I missed, I, I really missed like the panel that usually are there from the British version because I love the British version. And I, I'm not going to say that I hated this, but I disliked it. Uh, I, I I thought it was boring and, and a little trite, so I will give it a four. I laughed a few times, but mostly in just, like, offhand comments they made about, you know, random shit. Uh, right. Never, never laughed about, like, the game itself. But, it, like, like I said, it's not really about the game itself, the show. Um, mm. I think the... I think you're right, though. I think the American humor that these comedians have doesn't necessarily translate well into this concept right. of a show. And then I think also, well, I don't know, are they going to do a whole new set of celebrities in next episode or what? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the next last thing I saw, uh, was Catherine Tate in at least six roles in, uh, the Netflix comedy hard sell. Uh, it's a fakeumentary uh, about uh, this prison, and they follow the inmate, and they are going to uh, set up the musical. Um, oh gosh, what musical was it again? Uh, the one that Steven Spielberg directed. Probably not that important. Okay. Yes. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, and uh, yeah, Catherine Tate plays multiple characters. I am a little like yawn on this. I'm a very big Catherine Tate fan, so mm -hmm. I really like her, and I therefore I was very disappointed. It was more. I smiled when I watched it. I didn't laugh. And I think that's one of the, my biggest problems with this. It wasn't that funny. I think her best character in this is uh, uh, one, uh, uh, one of the guards where she plays a man. Uh, that is maybe the best character of them all. I will give this a... Uh, 3.5 and I'm very sad to say that because I had quite high expectations for this. I saw the trailer and it looks good. I'm going to watch it this week. Mm -hmm. I, I, it just came out yesterday, I think, so I didn't get a chance to watch it, but uh, the trailer looks good, so I'm surprised that you gave it such a low score. Uh, I saw 61st Street Okay. on... I'm trying to find out where this is on AMC. AMC. Uh, okay. It's about a young black man who is gonna go to college. He, gr growing up in Chicago, uh, in the inner city, he is gonna. He has a scholarship for track and field of some type. I think they said a hundred meter dash. Uh, so he's like, you know, got big prospects, and then. Uh, is walking down the street and a uh, a gang bust happens, like right as he's walking past a group of guys, and so he gets like totally swept into this. But he takes off running because he's a track star and he's really fast, 
uh, and one of the cops that's chasing him falls over and his head gets impaled on something, which is really graphic, actually, mm. uh, for like an AMC show, for sure. Uh, and obviously from there, it's like there's some corrupt cops. There's a public defender uh, that we follow, um, played by Courtney B. Vance, uh, oh, probably okay. one of the more famous of the cast members. Um and everybody's really good in it so far. I mean, the, the storyline is interesting. Uh, there's definitely a lot of corruption happening happening with the police. Like, they totally off one of the people, one of the gang members in this uh, first mm -hmm. episode. Uh, the main uh, cop is played by Holt McCalney, who you'll know if you see him. Um, yeah, overall, I'll give this a... I'm going to give it a 7. Pretty good. Uh, okay. I don't know where we're, how it's going to be from here, but the first episode's good, so. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess I played a little of Cat Burglar. Uh, that was really, really fun. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that yet. I need to write that down again. Oh, it was so fun. Really, 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 really fun. One of the best interactive things they had. You have to answer three questions, and they are very easy, but... The animated style in this is so hilarious, and uh, the bloopers are are fun. A bit also like when you get things correctly are very very fun, and it's so it's so diverse and it's really 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 good. I I think this is their best interactive thing. In, in uh, I will give it an eight actually. I really liked it. I had so much fun with it. Uh, really quick update: the New York police have arrested the man from the sub. Oh. Oh. Um, just to let cool. everybody know. Okay. Um, let's see. What else did we... I guess the last thing we both watched, right? Yeah. Dirty yeah. Dirty Lines. Mm -hmm. Or Dirty on the Line, as it's called. Or Hot on the Line. Hot on the Line, right. Yes, yes. Uh, Netflix <laughs> show, but it's Dutch, right? Is that what we determined? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um... The acting in this is really good. It's about a um, phone sex operator uh, mm -hmm. and also about a young woman who gets kicked out of her house because she goes to make a little money uh, at this phone sex place and a film crew like acts... Not even accidentally, they just happened to film her, and she didn't they know. They happened, yeah. They, yeah she didn't yeah. realize that it was a film camera, or a TV camera, I mean, or anything. She just is doing her job. Uh, and she wasn't even really, it was like a tryout or something, right? Mm. And so she gets involved in the whole situation, and uh, it's based on a true story, we found out, right? And a, and a book. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Really good acting. Uh, interesting story. I I actually watched uh, three episodes of this. Uh, I think I think I'm gonna uh, finish it. I just had other things to do this week, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I really liked it. It's uh, it was a little like surprising because uh, me and Luke were looking for something to watch because spoiler alert. Uh, yes, we didn't watch a show a week before it came out. <laughs> we were uh, supposed to do uh, what was the show show called again? Uh, Killing it, episode one, and uh, we couldn't because it premieres this week. I think it comes we out so tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, yeah, 
And we we just like saw this and we were like, oh, this is really cool. And yeah, no, I I I will give it a seven. Oh, I gave it an eight. I thought the camera work was really good. I think the the cinematography is really good. The storyline setup is really good. Some mm -hmm. of the cutaway stuff where they like is very artsy, but in a good way where they completely leave the story. Like the one scene where it's the two women talking about sex mm -hmm. and like talking about penises and vaginas oh, and everything. So good. Like it completely yeah. cut away from the rest of the story and gives you this little bit of context that's like outside of mm -hmm. it. Or the scene with, with the submarine where they're talking about why the thing oh, got yeah. shut down. So it's like there's something different about the show from mm. other even like Netflix kind of documentary type shows like this would be. This has something different to it, which I really like. So I, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give yeah. it an eight. Hey, look, uh, do you remember me talking about Fuckboy Ireland for a little while ago? I remember a lot. I think uh, Swell did a video on that too. Swell Entertainment, mm -hmm. right? I, yeah, a few people talked about it. I called it one of my worst shows of the year. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, BBC Three acquires HBO Max show Fuckboy Island. The first season, or they're getting I they're going to they, do a new version. They of it. are going to do a new version of it. Yeah. I mean, doesn't it kind of already exist in the UK? Isn't it? <laughs> It's called, called Temptation, Temptation Island. Island. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the game, uh, the gameplay is slightly different, but it's the yeah, same fucking yeah. shit, right? It's the same shit, and I'm so, I'm like, oh, I'm so disappointed. But uh, then I saw a trailer for P. Valley that's coming back this year, and I was like, oh god, thank you. P. Valley? That sounds so familiar. I, why do I not? <clears throat> Uh, it's uh, one of my. It was my most. Uh, uh, isn't it like the hills? My... No, no, no. Mm. P Valley was the strip uh, show. Uh, oh strip yeah, show. right, right. I never saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that got got my uh, best of the year approval two two or three years ago. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think it had to have been two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also saw a, tra a trailer for uh, another show that we both like, look, that I sent you. Oh, is it in the chat? I don't have the chat open, sorry. Oh, in in, in your chat. I, I sent you the trailer for season two of uh, The Fabulous Five. Not that it's called that. The Fabulous Girls Five, uh, Girls five, five Ever. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So that is also coming back. So. I think I did see a trailer for the new season already, even. I think it was on my TV when I turned on, like, the main menu the other day. I think, yeah, I think I did see this already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We probably said this 340 times before, but you should go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. Get a 30-day... 30 day free trial. <laughs> My tongue is not with me today. Uh, you get a, a free trial for to Audible and you get a free book. And if you cancel something, you probably want to because Audible is one of the best things ever. Uh, you get a, to keep your book. And now they have a two for one sale where I bought some books yesterday. Bought some. 
uh, interesting books that I... Uh, I usually like to use my credits when there's like two for one sale. So I bought best movie year ever, how 1999, uh, how 1999 blew up the big screen. Mm-hmm. The movie musical, uh, about musicals and and uh, how they like turned on to be. I like to watch uh, arguing my way to through uh, the TV revolution and shit actually the definitive 100% objective guide to modern cinema. <laughs> so four books for two credits. That's nice. Bad. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. So you should uh, maybe take advantage of that and go to oldbulltrial.com slash a DC. Yeah, they have sales all the time. All right, Eurovision. Yeah, three countries. Uh, I I know that I have teased this as the Norwegian round, so I'm going to let you guess why after we've gone through uh, the countries. Uh, let's do, for example, if I was a little more prepared, uh, the Netherlands first. Uh, what did you think about... S uh, S uh, ten, the depth. Right. Um, this is the one it had. Yeah, yeah. They had all the subtitles uh, for the whole song. Is that this one? Uh, oh no. Yeah, this song. At first, I was like, "Is this some kind of religious thing happening?" Because it's all like in a church and there's like priests <laughs> and stuff. But it's more of just like a song about life right is that what you got mm. from it mm. Mm, female vocalist pretty standard female vocal eurovision song uh it's a music video so we don't have a whole lot of like context as to what the stage performance is going to be like right what do you think a stage performance would look like i don't know i don't understand why this is so high in people's like rating of of the year uh, people are all like uh, saying this is like this year's arcade. I kind of get it, I guess. I I think this song is okay, but it's not something like I'm not flabbergasted uh, over like how good it is. I don't understand why this is so high in the ratings. Is it? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a decent song. I don't know. I give it a five point five. I would give it a five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Greece. Amanda Tfjord, Tfjord, uh, die together. Uh, this is a, definitely more of a love song than the other one, mm-hmm. but another female vocal song, um, and another music video, right? Yeah. So we yeah. didn't get a lot. All, all, all three are music videos. We didn't get a lot of info on anything other than just her voice in this, and it sounds fine i guess i don't know i didn't the song i didn't really like because it's just pretty standard very standard love song um mm. i don't know i i think both these two songs i give a 5.5 because they're right on the same level for me yeah i think i would give this a six i think her vocals is a little better than and i also like the robotic kind of sound effect in the beginning uh, I kind of like like that oh, together okay. with her voice. Yeah. I mean, I I just thought uh, that they they had a different style of voice, but I think as far as mm. like their the sound they're going for, they're equally as good as each other. So. Uh, and lastly, but not least, like Belgium. 
Uh, right. Uh, what was this called? Jamie McCasey would miss you. Yeah, I've... Actually, is he the only black person in Eurovision this season? Yeah, I think so, right? I doubt it. That would be very uh, random if... I think I, I'm, I'm trying to think if, if I've seen any... I mean, we have a bunch of comments. bands. Yeah. So there's got to be at least one person of color in any of the bands, right? There has to be. That just can't be true. Yeah. That just can't be true. Yeah. Like, statistically, <laughs> that just cannot please, be true. Please, please stop be true. <laughs> right. I mean, just statistically, uh, going all around the world and... And having multiple bands, which have multiple people, like yeah, I don't know, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true. Anyway, but uh, that's uh, it's not really about race; it's about music. What did you think about this music video? Uh, I mean, the music video is whatever. I think the song uh, sounds like Justin Timberlake uh, ripoff of what was mm. it called, Crimea River. It, it almost has the same beat. It's got a similar oh, yeah. breakdown moment. Yeah, yeah, like, I, can, I can see that. Yeah, um, yeah, the tone, like the way he sings, is very similar. Like his, mm. the way he uh, vote, uh, the high notes he hits in this song. I don't know uh, if like they didn't know they were recreating Crimea River or whether it just happened. Mm. You know, sometimes you get inspiration and you don't realize where it came mm. from. Right. Um, but as far as that goes, I mean, it is different to a degree. The beat is slightly different. Obviously, the words in the song are very different. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll give this a... I'm going to give it a six. I really, really don't like this. I I think... I, I, I don't know what it is, but it it's just not my cup of tea. This is one of my least favorite this year. I will give it a two. So, look, which of the three countries do you think uh, has a Norwegian connection? Which one of them? Yeah. Uh, probably the Amanda Tenefjord, because her last name is Tenefjord. <laughs> Tenefjord, <yes. laughs> Maybe? Maybe it's that? Yeah, she's half Norwegian. Uh, is it the is Fjord in... half and then the ten, ten half? Is... <laughs> 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 the Amanda Park. Yeah, no, she's uh, half Norwegian, so if uh, if uh, they win, uh, they win with half a Norwegian ha vocalist. You you get half the prize then, Nor the Norway. Mm. Norway gets half the prize. No, the, the Norway, yes. The Norway gets <laughs> half the prize. Hey, baby, hit me one more time. Uh, has Will Smith sung uh, this week? Uh, yeah, he, he's... Did we... I don't... I think him getting kicked out of the Oscars happened after yeah, we the talked. show? No, we talked about that last week. Did we? I think so. Maybe not. I don't think we did, because I think you sent it to me after the show, but I could be wrong. Oh, it is after the show. You're 110% correct. I want to say it happened, like, the day yes. after the show... It happened the day after the show. I yeah, yeah, because you sent it to me. Yes. Yeah, I see it right here okay, in the in the chat. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So, Will Smith banned from the Oscars for ten years. Uh, yeah. Will Smith responds. Uh, he responded uh, after being. Uh, I accept and respect the academy's decision 
Smith said in a statement obtained by People, the Academy mm-hmm. determined that for a period of 10 years from April 8th, 2022, Mr. Smith shall not be permitted to attend any Academy events or programs in person or virtually, including, but not limited to the Academy Awards. So he's, he can still win. <laughs> uh, in the I, I, end, I, yes, I, he can. I suppose, yes. but I don't think that um, the Academy, the Academy would left, vote yeah. for him. Right. Sure. Because the and, Academy and, also is made up of people who have to vote for you to win. Right. Right. And also he got to keep his prize. So. I don't think they're going to go against that just because uh, then they would have to like, there's all these people in history. They would have to go back and be like, well, look at how horrible this person was. And they won an award. You know, it would be, it would be a opening a Pandora's box. If you know what I'm saying. What do you, whatever do you mean, Woody Allen? <laughs> right. I mean, did Harvey Weinstein ever win any awards? Because <laughs> who else? Who else were, were they talking about? Yeah. Yeah. No. Of course. But yeah. Uh, but uh, Chris Rock that uh, says that he doesn't uh, want to speak about it un- until he gets paid. Whatever. I think that was a joke, by the way. Is it like it might be a joke, like in context, but also like he's probably being like, yeah, if Netflix asked me to do it, like a whole TV show about it. <laughs> Comedian Chris Rock said he would not talk about the controversial slap until he gets paid, according to the Palm Springs Desert Sun. I'm OK. I have a whole show. I'm not talking about it until I get paid. Life is good. I got my hearing back, uh, Rock said in Indio, <laughs> California. <laughs> That's what I... <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you think they could make some... I, I Seems like this is past... Oh, I would love to be a, see a special about this. Come on. I don't know how long it could be, though. You know what I mean? Unless something happens yeah. after this that, like, kind of wraps up the whole saga. Like, maybe they... Mm. The the Smiths break like get a divorce or something that could wrap up. A, a, <laughs> you need something to like wrap the show. You know what I mean? Like right now we don't have a fin an ending to that television show yet. What what do we call it? Uh, the slap. I, that was already a show. <laughs> that was I know. That's why I said. It. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know the. Sl- the slap is like the best title though too so i know and it's so sad that it's taken everybody that doesn't know that i think it ran for two seasons did it i think it was only one but maybe was it only one it was terrible that is all i remember I've seen two movies one from netflix and not and one from not Uh, (laughs) one from not okay one from not uh how many movies have you seen I saw three films this week. Okay, and then you begin. Well, we both saw Metal Lords on Netflix. Four yes. point five is what I gave this movie. I think it's uh it's pretty standard as far as like storyline goes. Like it's very cookie mm-hmm. cutter. This is about uh a pair of teens who are trying to form a band. And they get made fun of at school for being kind of the outcasts. Uh, mm. 
and they want to join the Battle of the Bands so that they can be looked at. They want to win at the Battle of the Bands so that everybody will think they're cool, basically, is the whole point, right? Which is like a million coming-of-age high school yeah. comedy movies that you've seen a hundred times. It always en- also- Why does it always end with Battle of the Bands, by the way? <laughs> it's also one of the most predictable movies I've ever seen because I said to Luke, I bet you $5 there will be a montage in this movie because... It was very kind of like that. And five minutes after that, there was a montage. Right. I mean, it's, when you have like a Battle of the Bands type movie and the the band itself is not that good at the beginning, you have to have a montage. Otherwise, how are they going to get better really yes. fast in the film? They can't actually just sit there and practice or anything. <laughs> um, which even that, like there was the one part where the kid doesn't know how to play the drums at the beginning and just learns over t- like over the course of the movie um mm. which at least that is a little better than doing a montage is like this kid mm. actually just got really good at drumming but yeah it's very predictable very cookie cutter uh i think it's predictable because it's cookie cutter because you've seen mm. this movie already five times it's it's yeah. easy to predict um yeah just in different, you know, different contexts. I mean, it's every sports movie you've ever seen. It's every yeah. dance movie you've ever seen. So, like, it like felt I said, very. It felt very like teenage. It felt very like Step Up. It felt very much like every other fucking teenage movie. Other than that, it, it was good. A lot of good music in it. Uh, I will give it a five. Yeah, I get, like I said, four point five. Some of the jokes were still funny. We laughed a few times. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it reminded me of that Kiss movie. What was it called? Yes, with the two kids oh. and they go and they uh, want to meet Kiss. Uh, mm. Detroit Rock City, and it's like mm. a coming of age. We're like, oh, we need to go and mm. do this because like this is our last time before uh, college, and we need to like. Be, make something of ourselves because we've been losers all through high school. It's it's the same concept you've seen a hundred times. Mm. I watched a movie called The Outfit. Uh, this is definitely uh, one of the most weird movies I've seen in quite a while. Okay. So it's 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 about this guy called Leonard, and he's like this uh, tailor. Uh, that is in Chicago, and he's like has this uh, tailor shop, and he has this this assistant, and there's a mafia coming in, and uh, then uh, like killers, and uh, like is he good? Is he nice? It's just it it's it's very weird beautiful and strange period piece with a lot of like stupid action in it i i i kind of it it, it reminded me of other movies like uh, the kingsman okay it so reminded me of the kingsman that it's it was like is this a kingsman movie is this in the same universe as the kingsman but uh, uh, Mark uh, Rylance uh, was the big uh, big uh, actor in this, and I had really good acting, so I will give it a 6.5. Oh, I was expecting a little higher than that. Okay. Um, looked pretty decent to me. 
I saw Scream, the new Scream from 2022. Uh, this is a terrible film. I would suggest nobody watch this movie. Uh, it continuously references itself in its own storyline. Um, the acting's bad. The storyline's stupid. The action scenes are stupid. Everything's just dumb and terrible about this film. It's definitely just a big cash grab also. I mean, very clearly. There was no, like, real effort put into, like, trying to make this a good film in any way whatsoever. It was just like, oh, Scream. People watch that because they know they followed that series uh, over time. It's nostalgic for Mm -hmm. them, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give this a one. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Luke did not like this movie. Was this the same day that you saw that other show that you gave so such a bad review? No, I saw that last night. <laughs> okay. Like that was like the last thing I saw before I went to bed, but I was tired. But okay. this this was just a bad this was just bad. I agree that it's bad. It is it is pretty abysmal. I'm not sure I would give it a one though. I'd probably give it a three or something like that. Okay. Um, are you looking forward to the new Sonic movie? I am, especially after reading up about it. People are going; they people are saying it's better than the first one. So, and I like the first well, one. I really like the first one as well. So let's watch the trailer and talk about Sonic Two. These rings signify the. Oh, uh, rings! Right. There's the original Sonic music. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tails. People are like saying, like, because there's so much advancement in like the storyline of Sonic, as far as like. Mm-hmm. All the other characters that get added. Oh, there's Knuckles. Mm-hmm. That they could definitely make another movie after this. Space porcupine. Yeah, did you hear that Jim Carrey has retired? Right, yeah, that's one issue. It's time to say goodbye to humanity. I don't see how they can have another movie without him, to be honest. Oh, they can recast it. It's not going to be as good. Like, you can't replace Jim Carrey, really. Oh, really? Did Sonic have any other enemies than Dr. Robotic? No. Yeah, there's the um, Dark Sonic. What's his name? Oh, yeah. They could do that in the next one. Yeah, that, and then there's Amy, who's like the female-type Sonic character. Oh, yeah, Amy, yeah. So, like, there's other characters that definitely can be added in future movies if they want to. Was Knuckles bad? Yeah. Well, he was kind of a bad, good character. Yeah. Because he was trying to save his own planet, and then Sonic was just in the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Knuckles wasn't really bad. He was, like, on the wrong side. Yeah, he wasn't on the good side or the bad side. He was on his own side. Mm-hmm. You forgot one. I'm a little disappointed that it's not called Sonic 2 Electric Boogaloo, but I will let it go. We can call it that if you want. 
<laughs> Thank you, look. That's funny. So, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? After settling in Green Hills, Sonic is eager to prove that he has what it takes to be a true hero. His test comes when Dr. Robotnik returns with a new partner, Knuckles, in search of the mystic emerald that has the power to destroy civilization. That's like straight from the games. That's cool. Sonic teams up yes. with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a globe-trotting journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands. Right. And, I mean, in the games, yeah, that was... Uh, Knuckles was... Tr it was his gem, right, that he's trying to get back. Mm, right. Yes. That makes sense. Well, not everybody loved this look. Pete Hager gave it one star and said, This movie is dreadful. The plotline is from the original uh, Sonic 2 game. Uh, would make it better. Uh, even Jim Carrey can't carry this film. Save your time and money and repeatedly slam your tongue into the door for two hours. Wow. That's, yeah, okay. he didn't really didn't like it, I guess. <laughs> uh, Marshmallow Turds, that's a f fun name, uh, said one star, terrible movie, uh, bad story, bad characters, all drugs were trying to be funny, but they were not. Uh, if your age is over seven, the only good part was the post credit scene. Oh, there's a post credit scene. Okay. And... And uh, the last one <laughs> is from Amit. If you read this, I'm about to spoil the whole movie. And it says, Sonic goes super Saiyan. Damn. And that's it? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, that's, you just spoiled the whole movie, bro. Yeah. How dare I? He, went, he turned into a Dragon Ball Z character for some reason in this movie. <laughs> that is kind of a spoiler, I suppose. Um... <laughs> Uh, Austin Givens, this isn't really a pro or negative, but he says, So happy right now that we bullied Sony into making good decisions. Um, I guess it's kind of uh, a pro. Yeah, that's true. Pro-bullying. Yeah, uh, it's a pro-bullying uh, thing. Uh, Nils Lathan says, Now make a third movie without Sonic's human friends in it we, that we don't care about. Uh, go all in with actual Sonic lore, is what some people are saying. Okay. Alex Mayer says, I was blown away by this movie. Uh, having been playing the game since I was four years old, we'll absolutely be going again and can be thankful enough that Sega Studios listen and care so deeply about what fans and the franchise are actually looking for. Uh, but James, James Pips was not happy. He says... I enjoyed it, but the McDonald's toys ruined uh, the movie as they were released two weeks before the movie was. Oh, no. Well, I mean, if if you didn't know oh. Knuckles was in it or anything, and then the toys came out and they show you the reveal of oh. these characters, they, that is kind of a spoiler in a way. I guess. If you haven't watched the trailer, because we just watched the trailer and we know the know it right. Yeah. One of the movies that's coming out this week is actually one of the most anticipated movies of Luke this year. Mm -hmm. Ambulance. It did. Uh, People were not happy with its performance, but I know why it didn't do well. It's because of Sonic 2. <laughs> Electric Bugaloo. Yeah, so this uh, directed by Michael Bay, baby. 
this is uh, saying needing money to cover his wife's medical bill. A decorated veteran teams up with his adoptive brother to steal 32 million from the Los Angeles bank. However, the getaway gets spectacularly wrong. The desperate thieves hijack an ambulance that is carrying a severely wounded cop and an EMT worker. Caught in a high-speed chase, the two siblings must figure out uh, a way to un un outrun the law while keeping their hostages alive. 6.5 out of 10. Uh, on IMDb, 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, nice. Uh, 57, sorry, 54% <laughs> on Metacritic. Uh, 89% of Google users like this movie. Sorry. <laughs> Made myself chuckle. Well, yeah, I guess so. Uh, yes. Aha, the movie. Aha. Aha. Filmmakers Thomas Rosblom and Oslog Holmes... Uh, showcased their lives and careers of the members of the Norwegian synth-pop trio AHA as they rose from fame, rose to fame in the 80s and fought to keep hold of it through the following decades. I guess they're still... I mean, I know who they are, so they're still kind of famous. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.1 out of 10 on 9 to be 93% of Google users liked it. How, how do you feel about AHA? Uh, they got some okay I songs. Like, I like some of their songs, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to skip one movie, so I will do Viva Maestro, uh, because the other one didn't show up. Sure. Uh, it ha has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. When the constructor, Gustavo Donmelt's international tours were disrupted by a deadly protest against across his native Venezuela's. One of the world's greatest and most beloved musicians faces the challenge of a lifetime. Directed by Ted Brown. Uh, the Cow. Uh, the Cow is a 2022 American thriller film uh, directed by Eli Horowitz. That's all it says. Let's see if we can find a better thing than that. But 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got Winona Ryder in it, actually. Dermot Mc she, Mulroney. That's so funny, because it says something completely else here. Are you sure you're reading the right one? Uh, yep. Yeah. Eli Horowitz. Uh, when Kath and her boyfriend arrive at a remote cabin in the Redwoods, they find a mysterious younger couple already there. Her boyfriend disappears with the young woman, and Kath becomes obsessed with finding an explanation. Yeah. Okay. Cool, because here they say that it's a close-up portrait of the daily lives of two cows. Uh, I think that probably is cow, and this is the cow. Ooh. Yeah, let's see. Uh -huh. Came out... Oh, wait, maybe this isn't right. Let's try... Let's try that again. No, that's right. <laughs> okay, cool. Wait. Uh, next week, we will do News of the Week, uh, TV and Movies of the Week. There's one Eurovision song left. We're, we're going to do that. Uh, Killing It, finally, episode one. And another digital review of Father Stew. I'm going to guess that has something to do with the Catholic priest not molesting anyone. Uh, you think? Okay. 
I it sounds like it's going to be some kind of like a British TV show about like a, a priest who does who is like a criminal investigator. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> um, I'm looking at Ambulance and Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, mm-hmm. Worldwide, Sonic the Hedgehog made 146.4 million dollars. Ambulance, mm-hmm. 31.9. Eesh. Uh, American it made nine point four million and Sonic made seventy six point four million. So, uh, not not great for a Michael Bay film. But I think Sonic just everybody would rather have seen that. I think that's what happened. Yeah, I love Sonic. Really loved the first one. Really fun. Yeah, and I think people uh, are right. Like, I think the backlash before the movie ever came out from the trailer made them go, oh, shit, mm. we better, like, not fuck this up, or otherwise we're going to get <laughs> shit on so hard by the internet. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Uh, I watched some of the Johnny Depp versus uh, Amber Heard defamation trial. Okay. Which is kind of like have been in the background. Uh, Johnny Depp is suing... Uh, Amber Heard for defamation. I I find the whole thing a little like weird. That's my honest opinion. I don't really have any hard opinions about who is right and uh, who is wrong. But everybody seems to be on Johnny Johnny Depp's side uh, on the internet. Okay. Like nobody supports this lady. I feel like this thing has been going on for years at this point. I don't have, I've lost track of like who's in the right and who's in the wrong at this point because so much has come out and then been proven false and then other things came out and yeah, it's just too confusing. I haven't, I stopped following that whole story a while ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it's snowing in April here in Oregon, which is fucking weird. Like, uh, uh, kids just went to like, just got back certain school districts, just did spring break. And then the kids came back and that week it started snowing. So they came back from spring break and then had snow days off, which is like the strangest thing ever. Uh, the Ukrainian president, uh, Solinsky did a 60 minute interview. I watched that. That was very interesting. I saw clips. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, yeah, it seemed fine. Uh, I saw that, like, there was an interview with his wife, and she hasn't seen him in, like, months, but I guess that's pretty mm-hmm. obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the H3 Britney Broski podcast oh was really God. amazing. So good. So good. One of the best H3 podcasts, like, in a long yeah. time. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to talk her into doing something, but she's got her own podcast already, so. Uh, she does? Yeah. Or they're starting it up. Or so. I think that's why she was on this podcast, was to promote her podcast. So, mm-hmm. uh, You recommended me this. William Osman came out with a video of how he almost ruined Mr. Beast's Squid Game. That was fun. Right at the beginning. It, happened, like, it came out last week today. Uh, mm-hmm. And right at the beginning, he's like, I'm back. You didn't think you can get rid of me? Because in the last video... Before this, which was months ago, he was basically saying, mm. "I'm not. I'm thinking about not uploading videos anymore." But mm. yeah, I mean that. You know, uh, he had burnout. YouTubers get it. So 
Uh, yep, that is loud. Did you see anything about the LeBrant fam family abortion documentary? I did, yeah. People are very mad about this, and it got kicked mm -hmm. off of multiple websites, but YouTube is keeping it up. Uh, yeah, it, I saw a bit clip bits and pieces of it of other people talking about it and it's just that mm -hmm. weird right-wing spin on like the idea of like murdering babies like they're they were they were equating abortion to like the holocaust which is just yeah not the yeah. same thing so i don't know if if like if that isn't disinformation that should be kicked off of youtube i don't know what is <laughs> saying that the abortion is like the holocaust yeah one of the best PewDiePie's videos in quite a while, uh, when he tried every massager on Wish, that was so funny. I always liked the... He also did one with uh, Cinnamon Toast Ken. I think Cinnamon Toast Ken PewDiePie videos, whether it's on either of their channels, are some of the funnest videos that those guys make. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like Buff mm -hmm. Pro and everything, but when PewDiePie and Cinnamon Toast Ken are together, it's like this weird... Old man, Chemistry. old man complaining dynamic. That's really, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, oh, James Charles. I know that be because you and me have that. We do have that. Uh, James Charles wears diapers, apparently. Oh, he does. Oh, well, that's not. I mean, that's just a stretch. But uh, he was doing a video of like uh, the. He, I think he it was cheapest Amazon uh, Amazon makeup. Try on or something like that, you know. And he went to his Amazon and he showed okay. the Amazon and he's, he shows himself ordering the products. Uh, but in the first opening bit, when he shows his <laughs> opening page of Amazon, it has the buy it again section. Mm -hmm. And in that section were adult diapers. So there, people are kind of like, oh. why was he buying diapers? Does he have maybe? Oh, you know, maybe he's <laughs> taking care of an elderly person. That's possible, I suppose. Uh, yeah, but other people are kind of like, well, maybe it's a kink. Not to kink shame. There's nothing wrong with that, but just no. it was weird to see uh, it in his cart. Right? That's strange that you would be ordering diapers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could also have some type of medical condition, but that and could, yeah, could be just very strange. Oh, Janelle Eliana. We got to talk about Janelle Eliana. Who? The VanTuber girl. Who? I sent you a thing from earlier this week about it. Um, Did you? Okay. The girl, she kind of appeared out of nowhere uh, uh, yet last year or two years ago. Okay. And she was like this girl who posted one video and got like 70 million or like 20 million views in like the first week or something. And people were like... Oh yeah. This girl is an yes. industry plant. Yeah, 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 they yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. put her here and the, these aren't real views. Nobody's actually watching this. This is all just uh she's fake. She's being put in by some kind of corporation to like mm, you know, make money or promote something. There's yeah. something going on here. She disappeared for like a year after people like kind of were questioning what was going on, <coughs> which just made people question things more like, why did she disappear? Was this all just fake? And then she comes back this week with a video where she's living in like basically a fucking mansion. And she made mm -hmm. she made some videos and they did fairly well as far as YouTube goes. Not enough. That's not enough. She didn't make enough videos and enough get enough views to buy a mansion. Right. So there's. Right. Uh, 
something going on here. It's the it's a weird. I'm I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few weeks you start seeing some key channels or somebody talking about it. I'm surprised they are aren't already to be honest. So some something is rotten in the land of Denmark. Is that what you're trying to tell me? It's possible. Yeah. Mm. <coughs> I already knew there knew that because I've been to Denmark. Oh, have you? Okay. Mm. Oh yeah, that Denmark is next to Norway. I found something really strange. We can wrap up with this, and pe- people okay. can ch- go check this out themselves. I just put a link in the chat. It's just a uh, Google search. Uh, okay. And then I went to news. Yeah. You, I searched UFO Scott Waring, and I went to the news section, and this guy Scott Waring. Editor of blog UFO Sighting Daily. If you go down this, it has some of the craziest stories headlines you've ever heard. Uh, seven kilometer Whatever. long UFO <laughs> spotted yes. on Google Earth <laughs> under the sea could be lost Atlantis. Yeah, uh, five mile long UFO spotted on Google Earth under the sea could be to the lost city of Atlantis. And if you look, there's there go back like there's some from weeks ago. There's one here. Wow. Uh, UFO conspiracy theorist gushes over verified TikTok Donald Trump's uh, verified tick on Donald Trump's social media website. UFO Scott War- UFO conspiracy theorist Scott Waring has become verified on Donald Trump's tr- true social media. The, and the best one: woman pregnant after sexual encounter with UFO bombshell Pentagon reports. Uh, claims and that is from the Daily Star, so we have to trust that because <laughs> the Daily Star is such a reliable news source. Alien film. We use it all the time. Alien film by Mars rover called "One Hundred Percent Proof of Intelligent Life." Yep. <laughs> I have never heard of this guy before, but I was looking up like oh. stuff about UFOs oh. for like the news, like. T- Two weeks ago, yeah. I think we covered a UFO story like two weeks ago, and I saw this yeah. name like over. It kept repeating like when I was looking up this about this other story, Scott Waring. So it's like I'm gonna look this yeah. guy up because this seems weird. And then I saw this search page, and it's just all the weirdest titles for articles ever. <sighs> Black triangle UFO spotted near the sun, one fifth of the size of the Earth. Right. Yep. Odds. Uh, oh, this is the same one. Yeah, Scott Waring. It's very weird. He's, he he's now my favorite person in the world. UFO hunter allegedly finds old Bible in NASA photos. <laughs> uh, of course he does, because you know the Earth is flat and everything, so mm-hmm. it's faked and. Mm-hmm. Everything is fake and fake, fake. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I think that's everything. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, my name is Fro. My name is Luke. Happy Easter, everyone. Oh, sure. Yeah, Happy Easter. Have a good week. Bye, bye, everybody. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. My citizen. My citizen. My citizen.